the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So when I watched yesterday Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger, journalists in front of uh, Congress, and when I asked, or when I saw, rather, Democratic lawmakers flat out ask two journalists who their sources were <laughs> on the Twitter files. I'm like, uh, have you ever spoken to a journalist before? Uh, we do not give up our sources. We cannot give up our sources. The first thing I thought was, gee, I wonder what Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward think about this. The guys who wrote all the president's men, the Washington Post reporters who, whose reporting led to the resignation of an American president and criminal charges and convictions against members of Richard Nixon's cabinet. I thought, wow, I know Woodward and Bernstein are dyed-in-the-wool leftists, but this has to be a bridge too far because they lived it, right? In the 70s, they lived it. Government officials trying to disparage them, discredit them, demonize them, cancel them, keep them from reporting. This has to be a bridge too far. Woodward and Bernstein have to be railing about journalists being asked online to reveal their sources. Uh, So I went to Carl Bernstein's Twitter feed. And, you know, Carl Bernstein is famous for couching everything that Donald Trump did as worse than Watergate. So I wondered, what does Bernstein have to say about this? Uh, The very first tweet told me I didn't have to look any farther. This is from Carl Bernstein's Twitter Here is a new piece with real Bob Woodward comparing the presidencies of Richard Nixon and Donald Trump. Published as the new forward in the 50th anniversary edition of All the President's Men. See, Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein see lots of similarities between Richard Nixon and Donald Trump. They don't see any similarities between Richard Nixon and Joe Biden. They don't see any similarities. They don't see Joe Biden weaponizing the federal government. Well, okay. So here is Democratic Congresswoman Stacey Plaskett of New York just making a general statement about Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi reporting what the government tried to do to censor Americans, blowing you off Twitter, not reporting the Hunter Biden laptop story, not allowing any dissent or other theories about COVID. Here is what she said, those two journalists, or how they should be viewed. Mr. Chairman, I'm not exaggerating when when I say that you have called before you two witnesses who pose a direct threat to people who oppose them. Two journalists who are reporting things that the government is doing to censor Americans, keep the Hunter Biden laptop story, Out of the public eye, which affected an American election, by the way. Oh, no biggie. And two journalists who are trying to give you information about COVID, and then you 
Remember? Freedom, liberty. Remember those concepts? You make your own decision about you and your loved ones? She says these two guys have been called, and she blames Jim Jordan. Here is what you have wrought, Jim Jordan. Mr. Chairman, I'm not exaggerating when when I say that you have called before you two witnesses who pose a direct threat to people who oppose them. Information, sunlight, truth pose a direct threat in the mind of Democratic Congressman Stacey Plaskett. So, since she has these two guys in front of her, who both, by the way, voted for Joe Biden, they said. (laughs) Matt Taibbi's worked at Rolling Stone. He's written best-selling books lauded by the New York Times. It's not like he has, uh, it's not like they have, you know, People from Fox News in front of them. People from Daily Wire in front of them. People from Breitbart in front of them. They got liberals in front of them. Except, except, Taibbi and Schellenberger did not get the memo that they could just this one time suspend their journalistic ethics. No, they held to their journalistic ethic, which is like, you know, censorship bad, free speech good. Essentially, that's the one thing they held to. Eh, Very few other people in journalism have done that. But they've done it. And for that, they got called before Congress. And Stacey Plaskett referred to them as so-called journalists. Ah, you're not a journalist. You're not giving the Democratic narrative. You're not a journalist. All the others give the Democratic narrative. Yeah, they do. So Stacey Plaskett, I mean, she's got these guys who are a direct threat to everybody. They've been called before Congress. She's got to get to the bottom of where these two people are got their information that Stacey Plaskett and other Democrats do not want out. You know that bothersome thing called truth? Who gave you access to these emails? Who gave you access? Um, Who was the individual that uh, gave you permission to access the emails? Well, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter, and that's what I'm going to refer to. Okay. Uh, Did Mr. Musk contact you, Mr. Taibbi? Again, the attribution for my story is sources at Twitter. Mr. Schellenberger, did Mr. Musk contact you? Uh, actually, no. I was brought in by my friend Barry Weiss, and so this story, there's been a lot of misinformation. So Mr. Weiss, like disinformation of- Mr. Taibbi, Ms. Weiss, thank you. Mr. Taibbi, have you had conversations with Elon Musk? I have. Okay. Uh, Mr. Taibbi, did Mr. Musk place any conditions on the but use the gen- of the email? The gentle lady yield for a second. Uh, as long as my time is not used. Are you, are you trying to get journalists? No, I'm not trying to get sources? No, I'm not. Well, I'm asking, like no, well... So Jim Jordan's like, wait, wait, wait a second. Are you trying to get journalists to give up your sources? Oh, no, 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 no. Who gave you access to the emails that you reported from? If that's not trying to get a journalist to give up their source, I don't know what is. Was Elon Musk your source? Huh? Seriously? You're asking? Well, this got a little contentious. Because another Democratic congressperson, a woman from Oklahoma, tried the same shtick. So you're not going to tell us when Musk first approached you? Again, Congresswoman, you're asking asking a journalist to reveal a source. Do you consider Mr. Musk to be the direct source of all this? No, now you're you're trying to get me to say that he is the source. I I, I, I just can't answer your question. 
doctor because it's your source, well, then that only logical conclusion is that he is, in fact, your source. Oh, you're free to conclude that. Sir, I just don't understand. You can't have it both ways, but let's move on. Cause well, no, he can. He's a journalist. No, he can't because either Musk is the source and he can't talk about it or Musk is not the source. And if Musk is not the source, then he can discuss. No one has yielded. The gentlelady is out of order. You don't get to speak. He's not recognized. 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 But he has said is he's not going to reveal his source. And the fact that Democrats are pressuring him to do so is such a this lady has not yielded you time. You don't get to talk to anybody. I want to reclaim my time, and I would ask the chairman to give me back some of the time because of the interruption. Wah. Thank chairman, you. I'm asking you if you will give me the seconds that I lost. We will give you that 10 seconds. Thank you. Oh, she got her 10 seconds back. Thank goodness. I just want to thank Jim Jordan <laughs> for supporting journalism in the United States of America. Oh, that's hilarious. Thank you. I Thank apologize so for the much. audio sound quality. We've got a wonky sound card in the board today. For a while, we couldn't even work on sound, so I apologize for that. But here's more. Here's more. Uh, this is Matt Taibbi, I believe, responding <laughs> to the charge that he is a so-called journalist. I like this guy because he gives it back. He gives it right back to him. Chairman Jordan, Ranking Member Plaskett, members of the Select Committee, thank you for having me today. My name is Matt Taibbi. I've been a reporter for 30 years uh, and a staunch advocate of the First Amendment. Much of that time was spent at Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, Ranking member Plaskett, um, I'm not a so-called journalist. Uh, I've won the National Magazine Award, the I.F. Stone Award for Independent Journalism, and I've written 10 books, including four New York York Times bestsellers. Uh, I'm now the editor of the online magazine Racket on the independent platform Substack. I'm here today because of a series of events that began late last year when I received a note from a source online. It read, are you interested in doing a deep dive into what censorship and manipulation was going on at Twitter? A week later, the first of what became known as the Twitter Files reports came out. To say these attracted intense public interest would be an understatement. Yeah, I'll say. But it really didn't, you know where it didn't attract any attention? From other media sources around the country. CBS, NBC, ABC, Washington Post, New York Times, CNN. They don't want to report it. They are the ones railing against Tucker Carlson showing video from January 6th. You're not allowed to see the video. It's cherry-picked. I will uh, very much look forward at noon today, 12.05 to be more precise, to talking to Jack Windsor of TheOhioPressNetwork.com. Uh Jack is, uh, well, Jack's a dinosaur. He's uh, one of the last journalists who asks questions without, as Merrick Garland would say, although I hate to use this in talking about Jack Windsor. Jack asks questions without fear or favor. Jack is not invested in one side of the aisle or the other. Jack's invested in the truth, and he believes you'll make the best decision for you based upon the most information. There's not a lot of uh, thirst for information now, uh, most of the major national media types are just outraged that Tucker Carlson would dare show videotape from the January 6th riot at the Capitol that doesn't support the narrative that it was an insurrection and that there was an overthrow of the government and the worst since the Civil War. Now, I've been guilty in the last few days of saying how awful it was that the January 6th committee uh presented video showing only 
an attack on the Capitol and not any video that, oh, look at that. Look at that. That's Officer Brian Sicknick walking around the Capitol, waving people into the Capitol. That's a, that's a neat trick for a guy who was killed outside the Capitol when rioters stormed the Capitol. I've also been guilty of saying, it doesn't seem right to me that they put the helmeted, bare-chested QAnon shaman in prison for four years when some of the video, at least, shows him walking around with police just acting more like a tour guide. Now, there might be other video of him, you know, staging a riotous entry into the Capitol, beating a police officer over the head with the flag that he's carrying. If so, I'd like to see that video. See, I would like to have a complete picture, but boy, lawmakers on Capitol Hill are like, no, no, you can't see that. It's a false narrative. How can the video be presenting a false narrative? Oh, I get it. You mean there might be more than one side to the story? That's why Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi were in Congress yesterday. There's more than one side to the story they found looking at Twitter. And one of the sides of the story is that, boy, a lot of people got banned from Twitter and taken off social media when their accounts were brought to the attention of Twitter by U.S. government agencies. Gee, that doesn't seem right. You know, whole First Amendment and all that. The other thing we found out yesterday, somebody asked the January 6th committee, the chairman was Benny Thompson, Hey, uh, why didn't you show any of this video during the January 6th committee hearings that were on in prime time? Why didn't you show any of this video where the QAnon shaman is just walking around like escorted by police officers? Now, Benny, Benny, um, Benny Thompson had a very interesting response to that. He said, I'm not actually aware that any member of our committee had access to the videotape. We had a team of employees who kind of went through the video, kind of went through the video. You put a man, you put an American citizen, you put an American citizen who served in the U.S. Navy in prison for four years for disrupting a government proceeding, withheld the video from that former Navy service member's attorney and you never looked at the video? You kind of went through it? I'm, I'm just... I'm dumbfounded at the committee of elected U.S. congresspeople forming a conclusion... Hiring a former ABC News producer to produce a primetime televised dog and pony show. Inventing, perpetuating, and defending a narrative that a assault on the Capitol was all this, no that, when there's ample video to show that it was All or some that and some this. And his defense for not showing the video is, well, we didn't see any of it. Now, if that's true, whose fault would that be? Who made the video that Tucker Carlson has shown? Who made that available to Tucker Carlson? That would be House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. As Speaker of the House, Kevin McCarthy is in charge of the video. 
But when the January 6th committee was meeting, who was the Speaker of the House? Oh, that's right. It was Democrat Nancy Pelosi. If the January 6th committee didn't see any of the video or kind of went through it, whose fault is that? You're right. It's both. It's the fault of the committee and it's the fault of Nancy Pelosi. And it's also the fault, I will say, of the journalists who didn't ask the question. Is there any video that exonerates anyone in the Capitol riot? Nobody asked that question? Nobody reported the answer to that question that I've seen. So this is a complete and total outrage. We have a lawless government of people who purport to be good guys who are in fact bad guys. And we have a lot of citizens who have been labeled bad guys who are in fact good guys or who are at least somewhere on the continuum of good and bad that's way closer to some good than they are given credit for by the people in power. This is completely outrageous and unacceptable. And if it is allowed to stand, it is just a factor of how much time it will take before we become what I used to watch growing up Bread lines in the Soviet Union. I mean, you say, wow, come on, the bread lines. When you get to a point where government has so much power that it can put its thumb on the scale and tell good people they are bad, it is not a very far leap from that to where they say, well, they're so bad they shouldn't eat. They're so bad they shouldn't own a car. They're so bad they can't be trusted with their own wealth they've created or private property. That is communism. That is Marxism. They're so bad because they won't do what we tell them to do. That's the same logic that put Mao in power, that put Castro in power, that put Stalin and Lenin in power. And we have a lot of people in this country, essentially half the country, who say, yeah, but it's worth it. It's worth it because... You're just so bad. You don't, you're so bad you don't even understand how bad you are. We can't even listen to you. Oh, your views are so just, they trigger me. They're violent. They're racist. They're intolerable. They're Islamophobic. They're that. We, you cannot be allowed to exercise freedom. No, freedom is for us because we are good. Man, I can't fathom. I cannot fathom this being allowed to stand, but I really can't fathom it not bothering people that it's going on. They won't even acknowledge it. If you say to a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat, this doesn't bother you? No, and here's why. Trump. (laughs) Oh, it's so detached from reality. Of course it is. Because when you embrace lies, you are completely detached from truth. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.